right, I'm recording. I'm also recording. You know, uh, I mentioned, <clears throat> as I said, editing way too many of these fucking things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think Hyrule brought up, hey, we should do like a, a sync clap. <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, you just put your headphones up to the mic and then there's mm-hmm. a visual. Uh, YouTube fuckers, there's no visual whatsoever on the tracks. I have no idea. How- I can hear it. I have no idea why there's not mm-hmm. a visual cue. And I even said, I never, sh- I shouldn't have done it. I called down the podcast gods. I'm like, yeah, it's simple as that. It's just mm-hmm. a visual reference. That's all I need. Then I can sync it up and we're good to go. <clears throat> no visual. I have no idea with Hyro's I'll, track how that's not possible. Because um, everything. When you clap, I'll scream and I'll moan. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't clap on the Barbara Streisand because we did uh, what I thought was going to pr- be pre-show banter of uh, Jared and myself. But then Hyro was back in the game so quickly with his uh, yep. sick kids. Karate chopped one of his kids in the chest show. back to him. <laughs> I just got to break up the clap. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> Oh, um, so the film we're talking about, uh, this week, uh, Hiro being the American hero that he is, um, Sling Blade, a little slice of, uh, Americana there. Slice. Uh, I expect that you will school us once again, like you did in a time to kill that, uh, discussion on, uh, Jared and myself about mm-hmm. what the true South is like when it comes to Sling Blade. Tell us about it, Hiro. It's pretty much exactly what's in this movie. <laughs> this is what our day to day lives are. <laughs> In a few minutes, we're going to be in a room with a killer. What you want to know is what I'm doing in here. I killed some folks quite a while back. They told me I'm well from it now. Why are you letting him out? He's free. His time's up. That's the rules. After 25 years, Carl Childers is coming back to his hometown. Carl, see if you can figure out what's wrong with this thing. Won't crank up and everything seems to be put together, right? It ain't got no gas in it. Finding a friendship he never had. My name's Frank Wheatley. What's your name? Carl's my name. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundromat. Nice to meet you, Carl. And a family he has always wanted. Mama said you can stay over with us. I like the way you talk. Well, I like the way you talk. Just how retarded are you? Stop it, though. Mama has a boyfriend. He threatened to kill her if she ever left him. And you're going to learn to live with my rules. Doyle is a monster. But when the darkness comes back into his life... He's mean to you and your mama. He's forced to make a decision he hasn't had to make in 25 years. I'm going to kill you dead in a doornail. Starring Dwight Yoakam, John Ritter, J.T. Walsh. Written, directed, and starring Billy Bob Thornton. Will you ever kill anybody again, Carl? I don't reckon I got no reason to kill nobody. Sling Blade. <laughs> well, no. I mean, so the, there's the there's like I've been to Lexington. Mm-hmm. As, as a classy gentleman that I am, I have visited those that I consider friends. You know, I have come out, spent time and effort to come out and visit you, gentlemen. Not just for the wedding. Came out afterwards, dressed up as a. Whereas we did not. I'm assuming that's no, what you're just saying, leaving out. Just, even with the promise of horse, um, still couldn't get Jared over to. No, I, I I offered everything. I tried to lure him. I put the the, the cheese in the mousetrap. Very poor, you see. <laughs> I'm one of these Kentucky poors <laughs> that you're about to make fun of. 
He's living in the back of a lawnmower mm. repair shop right now. Uh, thank God. I mean, that's why his audio is a little questionable. But uh, what does uh, Matt Dillon say? Don't got good acoustics in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good shit that Jared I was just waiting to see who, to, who took the first swipe at the uh, at doing know, the uh, the bullshit this was thing. the mid 90s version of the Borat bullshit I, I get my one out and then I'm done hmm hmm I hadn't thought about that Jared but that's that's, that's a good great, especially where oh god we grew up uh that is so very much true Borat um, and Sling Blade and <clears throat> all that shit well unlike Borat which I didn't watch until last year 2020 really? the first uh, Borat I, I, I mean, it took me that long <laughs> to get uh, over. I guess because the sequel came out, <laughs> yeah. where I just could get over people just doing the fucking lines, and then I watched it and never watched the sequel, so it was mm. kind of pointless. <clears throat> but uh, at least with this one, I was in on it early enough. By early, I mean like VHS rental. Um, but I think it's my my dad really liked this movie. He said, "Hey, you gotta watch this movie," <clears throat> and he didn't tell me what it was about at all. Um, and uh, I can't say that the opening scene grabbed me in the way that uh, I think he, he, he wanted to. Your dad hit a little close, too close to home? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this weird <laughs> shit? Your dad sits me, you down man. to watch the craziest shit. <laughs> like he's the one that sets you down when you're like five years old to watch Taxi Drivers. And I'm like, you're going to love this kid. <laughs> well, it wasn't and quite five. It opens it was, up uh, with a guy talking about how like he raped little girls and shit. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. Um, you know. Yeah, there's that. To, to clarify Jared's story, um, Casually. I was the same age of Jordan Foster's character because he pointed that out to me as we were watching Taxi Driver for the first time. That's you, like, boy! She's your age. Why ain't you pulling your old waiter out here? Make some money. So, um, I think at one point I did watch the short film that was based on, which is just like that opening. Is just it just the, the like monologue? The monologue. You know, I did my bare bones amount of research with him making that character up and using the monologue to fund the movie, essentially. I was working on a cable movie back in the mid-80s, and uh, I was kind of depressed because I, I didn't have much of a part in it. It was four or five lines, and the director kept trying to make me do it in a not a very good way, actually. Uh, and uh, I was feeling really lousy. I was looking around the set, and I was seeing all these people had real parts in the movie, you know. And uh, I'd gotten the part simply because a casting director friend of mine named Kathy Henderson, she really pushed the guy, uh, she and her partner, Barbara Hanley. They were, they were always real good to me. And um, they kind of talked this director and gave me this little part because I knew I needed the money. And uh, I think I just started feeling like uh, I, I felt kind of, like I was begging for a part and like I was just this broke guy who needed anything. I felt a little bit like a beggar doing the movie and uh, got down on myself. And uh, so when we took a lunch break, I went in my trailer and I started looking at myself in the mirror and making faces at myself because I just felt terrible. You know, and I was, you know, I was mad at myself. I was thinking, why did you come out here and beg for this part? What are you doing? You should go back to Arkansas and really. Started making faces at myself and talking to myself in this voice. So it started out with just noises. I'd make noises at myself in the mirror. You know, like a real self-hatred, really, in a way. And uh, I ended up doing the Carl face and the Carl voice. And I, and I came up with that monologue that day. 
that whole opening monologue in the movie I wrote that day. But I reckon what you are wanting to know is how come me to kill somebody, so I reckon I'll start at the front and tell you. I don't. I still don't much care for it. I think it's it's it makes sense as a short film if you're trying to like make a name for yourself in Hollywood and saying, "Hey, here's what I can do." But to open the movie, it's fairly tonally different from the rest of it, which is hanging out with a small child uh, who's got the best stepfather figure the world could ask oh, for, and go. is totally, totally <laughs> ungrateful. Now you're playing my song. <laughs> I knew you're singing my song, Mike. Let's I knew do the it. Bias would come in. This is going to be Pat Healy bullshit version two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you two going nuts over? It's <laughs> like I, I just can't. I can't eat or drink around midgets. I mean, <laughs> I swear Dwight Yoakam's Doyle here. Um, he's a man after my own heart. I, I look at the, uh, band practice sessions as like a sober cinema recording day <laughs> where eventually he wants to bust up the window, says they're not going to get any fucking record deal. It's all bullshit. He stands alone anyhow, baking the cookies, discontent by the heat of the laundromat. Leaving his soul. Then, like in poetry, I go dot, dot, dot. You know, kind of off center. Then I drop down. And then I go, leaving his soul. Pardon the waters of the medulla oblongata of mankind. That damn good song, wasn't it, dog? You like that song? All right. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I believe the dot, dot, dot come between medulla and oblongata. Well, it did. The dots are where I say they are. Melody and tune, that's your trade term. You're a tunesmith. I don't understand the meaning of the words. Y'all don't shut up. I'm going to go out of my mind. Besides, Carl here is liable to bust his spring. He's already off balance. That wasn't the way he made it up before, Mars. That's all I know. Well, we don't need no fancy words. I mean, we need to practice. We need to rehearse. I'll tell you what we need. We need some paying gigs. We don't need this messing around first one patio and then another, and that's ridiculous. Amen, Johnson. We don't got no goddamn band. We don't need to fucking practice, Randy. We don't need a shit-ass manager, neither. You motherfuckers! Y'all just a bunch of losers! I'm not only sane son of a bitch here! Just get the fuck out of my house now! It's not your house, Doyle, it's Linda's. I'll whip the dog shit out of you, Vaughn. I will fucking kill you if you talk to me again! Now all of you, get the fuck out now before I get too mad to turn back! What about our instruments? Come here, you little prick! Come here, you little fucking prick! Oh, y'all. Now get the fuck out. Come on, you motherfuckers. Get the fuck out. Randy, you tuning son of a bitch. Go fucking practice, Randy. Come on, Morris, you fucking genius. Get the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. God damn it. This ain't right, Joel. Hey, there's something wrong with you. Get the fuck out, Nobody yeah, wants to take this shit, man. 
Docs look good on paper. You don't sing them anyway. You're just showing your true area's color now. Stay out of my goddamn face, you fucking buzzard. You know, I actually, honestly, I sat there. I was like, you know what? It's, it's on these guys. How many times does a drunk asshole have to yell at you and throw you out of his house before you're like, this ain't right, man. I don't. I can't believe you're doing this for the fifth time. Especially my guy. My guy in the wheelchair, he rolls right into the door. I'm like, come on, brother. What's hey, with hey, you? We've had people threaten. <laughs> we, we obviously have a friend in a wheelchair in this group, and we've had people threaten over headset to roll them out into the street and fuck them. So, uh, I mean. <laughs> wow. We are equal opportunity assholes. That would be I wonder a... who said that. Who said that thing? <laughs> that would be. Let me do a little self promotion. That would be my co-host Derek on the grand gesture, <laughs> yes. who offered to make a grand gesture to one of our other good friends. Uh, it's all it's all in good fun. Yeah. Good friend who 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 I recall being the gallant hero of driving us about an hour in the middle mm. of the night. Yeah, you think uh, free sex? <laughs> yeah, man, partaking festivities. You think otherwise, he ends up killing us in that death machine we were rolling around in that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he better, or he's getting raped, apparently. <laughs> he doesn't kill in the street. <laughs> anyway, Sling Blade, uh, not quite as horrific. No. Uh, a little... not, not quite as horrific as being in your friend's group. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole sentence. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I think this is a pretty... Easy going watch for most of the film. It's it's bookended by <clears throat> violence. Uh, Another incredible comedy is what I see here. I this is expound. I think so. <laughs> Do you think this like when it played in '96? This was like this thing, you know, and like oh, this is Academy Award nominated, yada yada yada. Ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes in twenty twenty one. It. Really is a comedy. Like you're just looking at this thing. Like I cannot believe that this played as a serious film. I can see some pushback on Billy Bob's uh, Carl character a little bit. Really? I wonder why. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> it works for me. I don't, he likes uh, mustard on his biscuits exclusively. He's got some. And it's taters. Taters. Um, it's not the best football player. In the world, but well, when you're only playing against kids, I think you're okay. He still looks better. Carl looks better than Wesley Snipes did playing baseball in the fan. I'll say that he looks better than Bobby De Niro shooting hoops in Sleepers. You know, Sleepers is the movie that I should have my co-host on the Grand Gesture watch, threatening uh, <laughs> forced <laughs> pleasure on another man, maybe. <laughs> Maybe you'd like that one. Maybe that's coming to the Grand Gesture soon enough. Look what's coming to you in your future when he wheels in and shoots you. (laughs) How do you tie that into Batman 89? What sequence? I don't know. Vengeance? (laughs) The ultimate vengeance. (laughs) There is no pure vengeance (laughs) against a man that raped you. (laughs) Uh, I I knew this would be bad. We were coming off an episode... On a fucking Barbara Streisand movie that was uh, 55% Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. but I didn't get to mention it. I did reference the horrific review from, uh, I think, the Washington Post. Even with the three stars, let me interject. <sighs> Him and Sis will both, but proceed. Haven't we already kind of tabled some of that, but, you know, tempered some of that by saying that, you know, they were sick? Okay, the actor I'd suggest 
for Best Actor, also wrote and directed the film he stars in. In Sling Blade, Billy Bob Thornton plays a mentally retarded man who has just been released after years in a mental institution. Now he has to start a new life in a small southern town. I killed some folks quite a while back. They said I wasn't right in the head, so they put me there in a nervous hospital instead of putting me in jail. Mm. They let you out? Yeah. How come? They told me I was well. They had to turn me loose. Well, are you well? I reckon I feel all right. And what he creates there is this fascinating character that he carries all through the movie. The kind of way he holds his face and the way he talks are so instrumental and so organic to the way he thinks because he's made a mistake in his life and he doesn't want to make another one and he wants to be sure that he's doing the right thing and at the same time Despite this deadpan facade, there's such a delight in all the little events of being free, like ordering French fries or being able to walk down the street by yourself. And it's a truly original and creative performance. It is an original performance. And what's interesting to me is that although he seemingly is playing one note, mm -hmm. there is a richness to the oh, yes. character. You can feel the changes. So although the speech pattern is the same and depicts his illness, mm -hmm. There is a real character there who is changing and grappling, and that's the subtext that's so good in Billy Bob Thornton's performance. I don't think Ebert was that sick at that point, but maybe Cisco. That's a cue for me to find a clip <laughs> of them, and we'll let the audience decide had the, the brain tumor set in yet as they review. Here's my problem, Hyra. My problem with this is I enjoy this movie. I've always enjoyed it. Uh, it's been around since I was a kid. I've rewatched it <clears throat> numerous times. So I thought this is going to be a problem unless one of you, for some reason, hates this movie. I, I don't think mm. we're going to have like the minority report on this episode. I think we're all going to be like, yeah, it's good. And apparently everyone else thinks it's good. I mean, maybe not film Twitter as of December 2021, but 96%. I say this is probably the only time I've seen this movie um, uncensored. Like, it, this has been like a... I can't remember where I watched this. It was somewhere on TV. Is this like a TNT thing that they I show think it? So I think it was something maybe on TNT at one point. But even then, I swear to God, Jared. What? When you told me that you couldn't find it, and I saw that it wasn't available. You know, it's been removed from <laughs> iTunes. Everything. Like I went. To, yeah. yeah. It's like you can't like Amazon. I don't know who zero. owns the rights to this. Absolutely zero. I think with it being a Miramax movie, maybe it's like lost in the uh, post Weinstein going to prison shuffle. You know uh, who does have it? Netflix disc tangible media. proud of yourself disgusting so proud <clears throat> the pirates were there how long do you have to put in your uh reservations in for these to get them well i have to go buy stamps first to send out <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever since uh since uh your president uh changed the way the, the, the post office works uh it's a little slower. I guarantee that whatever demo Hiro thinks he's in, the <laughs> fact that he's sending off for Sling Blade by DVD mail, he's now going to be targeted as like, that's a that's a MAGA photo right there. That's, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It came like stapled with like an RNC, you know, pamphlet, booklet. Um, You know, you, you mentioned like that it's been around for you forever. You enjoyed it, yada yada yada, but and I, I get it. You're we're looking in 2021 eyes. We, we don't. We can't use the R word anymore. We can't do any of that stuff. But even as a parent, like now that I'm, I wasn't a parent when this movie came out, but now, like the the mom is going is gonna 
no matter what, how destitute she is, how hard her life is, how much Dwight Yoakam is, is raining hell on her, like, is she really going to take a dude who was in a mental institution a day ago, say, hey, come on, my little son, eight-year-old brought you over, let me put you up in this house. I think that's a, it, it, that's a good point. It just loses me completely there. No, I, I take it the other way. That's how miserable her fucking life is that this dude looks like a pretty good egg or how dumb she is like everybody in this movie's dumb as shit let's roll the dice i need some uh potential tragedy in my life. i wonder if this guy's gonna take a fucking sharp object to dwight yoakam's dome I, you know if i put if, if i put these two in place long enough is carl Gonna, gonna lose it. My, is he gonna snap? My altruism ends whenever he walks in in the middle of the night with a hammer, and they ask him where. Oh, yeah. Where'd you get that hammer at, buddy? <laughs> I woke up with it. <laughs> How did you? <laughs> you put me in the garage. <laughs> There's hammers out there. <laughs> well, then again, she's she's taking a lot of risks. She's got Dwight Yoakam no, no, no. like half balding no, head clearly, and his tidy whitey's laying on her. Dwight Yoakam's the one that's taking the ultimate risk. He keeps coming back to this house as Jeff went out after a grown man who has, you know, been yeah. in an insane asylum for murder, shows up hovering over him with a hammer and can't explain himself. Yoakam keeps coming back and he keeps coming well, back drunk. You, as a single mom bandit. If I have any of those uh, variables in my situation, my the, ass is there's gone. There's a Carl hanging around. <laughs> hey, hey, there's Carl that stays in the garage. He's out of the institution. There's no so, Jerry, have you ever been beat up by a nine-year-old? No, Hiro. I'm six foot two. No, I'm just curious. Pounds. Are you six foot two, really? Man, I must have been drunk when the last time I saw you. Everything looks or shrunk. Everything looks uh, smaller down there. <laughs> anyway, Hiro. Um don't, don't say those things, Hiro. He's he's got the world's biggest <laughs> beer pong cup uh, covering himself <laughs> in the pants. <laughs> it's like a bucket. Why don't you go get one of your girlfriends and go home to eat? You know better to talk to me like that when I'm hurting, Linda. Don't make me knock the piss out of you. Don't you touch her. That's funny, Vaughn. Linda, go to bed. And take a little snot nose here with you. You're not staying here tonight. Go get sober before you come back. I'm tired of my child seeing here. Now you get your ass straight or I'll lock your ass out of my life for good. If you even think about leaving me, Linda, I told you. I'm going to kill you dead in a doornail. Thanks for bothering me. I'm hurting, Linda. 
I love you. Well, I hate you. I hate you, you little prick. No, I don't. No, I don't. I love you, Mama. I just... I can't explain what goes on. You bunch of freaks. I hope you have fun. I'll call you tomorrow. I'm sorry, honey. I said I'm sorry, Linda. Okay. All right, you can kiss my ass. And if you ever hit me again, you little bastard, I swear to God I'll make you sorry your daddy ever squirted your ass out. You hear me? Wait, so Hiro, you're you're saying that Yoakum gets beat up by the boy. Doesn't he just fall down drunk and the kid just start throwing things at him? He falls down and then gets books launched at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the boy knows what to do. Hey, man, he shows a sign of weakness. The books, the bottles, the cans. I ain't read it, but the it little was... statue of Jesus comes flying it's at good him. good as a weapon, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can... And did this kid go on to be like a Fast and the Furious staple? Not a staple, but he was in the, uh, uh, he, I guess he was brought back, but he was the Tokyo Drift entry, right? Which is Yeah, he replaced the dude, uh, Paul Walker. <clears throat> yeah, I think he was mostly ignored. I I was thinking Friday Night Lights. Didn't he just play Southern Redneck character, pretty much? Um, which I did, I did watch a little bit of the uh, Sling Blade extra features, which are pretty much, I think the title of it is Billy Bob Goes to Hollywood. Uh, it's basically talking about how poor he was, but... Apparently this kid, I don't know the actor's name, um, didn't have much interest. Lucas Black. No interest in acting, really. Uh, they said most of the time he was on the set, he just wanted to, he liked the, the days when they were filming next to like a pond so he could fish. Um, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pretty much, you know, casting a type there. Let's see, where's he from? Alabama. Yep. 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 There I he is. Screw <laughs> making all this money. Ridiculous. <laughs> I like that Jared's attacking this this child for not going full. I guess Macaulay Culkin, who is now wandering the streets of New York like a heroin addict, didn't he? Didn't you all say that in the episode that he got drugged out? He's uh, he's, he's he recovered. was like real skinny and yeah. shit. Oh, well, thank God. He was like pounding on Mila Kunis for a long time. Was he pounding, or was he was he, was, was he like the kid here throwing those books at Dwight Yoakam? And Mila Kunis <laughs> was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that hurts me. <laughs> Don't need uh, a large book to fend off Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, Michael Jackson showing up with like a monkey to attack you, man. You get us started on that. Me and Michael argue <laughs> for fucking hours if you bring a chimp into the equation. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Chimps are strong. They rip your penis off. Yep, that's why I try to tell him. He doesn't want to hear we'll it, see. though. We'll see. We'll see. When the apes try to take <laughs> over, I'm going to show him my palm and slap him with the other I, one. <laughs> I talked about visiting Lexington. I 100% will be there when you do the chimpanzee fight club. It's Michael goes they, to prove they his They don't point. fight fairly. Mike is talking about the... Neither, neither do I, Jared. The fucking queen's rules of boxing. Now, no <laughs> biting. No biting and no ripping off my genitals. Like, they're going to so, fight fair. So like, it's just yeah, like that. old Tommy fisticuffs. <laughs> like, the, like the Notre Dame like mascot. Notre Dame yeah. fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Defend your oh, honor, Mike's going to end up with a banana in his ass. <laughs> Defend <laughs> yourself, Bubbles. <laughs> I'm only saying this because I, I know I'll edit it later. 
Doesn't remind our listeners that this is an episode <laughs> on Sling Blade. There's no monkey in this film. <laughs> Most of what we're talking about. How do we get here? How do we get to a monkey fight? The best movie podcast. This is. Did Dave come up or something? I don't know. All right, cue the clip. There we go. De Niro's back from the show. MVP of the movie, Robert Duvall. I was going to go with John Ritter myself. The haircut. John Ritter's fantastic. However, when. Robert Duvall is being chastised by this simpleton. All he has to do to defend is he sticks out his tongue like a couple of times. That's it. Just sticks out his tongue. See, Jared, he doesn't get his tongue ripped out. It's fine. <laughs> well, there's no winning when you're trying to battle someone of that uh, stature anyway. What kind of argument are you really going to have with them? Wait, who who are you talking about? Either one, really. I mean... <laughs> okay, the... He's trying to say you're not going to argue with the the simpleton. Either one. I mean, uh, you, they walk in and Duval is in his two week old underwear jabbering to himself. So I mean, <laughs> pretty much uh, preparing for death. Yeah, you know, which could mm-hmm. happen by Tuesday. Oh, there the it is. It walked through the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. So we talked a little bit <laughs> the Jack episode about Robin Williams. <laughs> Uh, drifting from adult sensibilities to like a really dumb child. <clears throat> what do you think about Carl here as a character? Cause in that scene, he has enough sense about him uh, to gauge that there's really yeah. no need for vengeance. He's like, I think that the line is you're no sense in it. Like all you're going to do is sit in that chair, um, which is the way he puts it. But it's, you know, it's like an astute and kind of responsible there's observation some depth to the, to his yeah. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 gradually, as the move comes on, the movie goes on. Like in the beginning, he can't even answer if he wants fucking French fries, and then later on, he's you know giving worldly opinions about this destitute old man. Well, also he's, with the he's kid, setting, he's saying like a child should yes. have to like be around for this sort of trauma. Like they should. Yeah, be. he even like sets up this whole murder. Like I want you to go here. Mm-hmm. I want you to go there. I need you to stay at you know Derek's house, and <laughs> then mastermind. you know, yeah, he becomes like fucking. <laughs> He's like the Joker. Dwight Yoakam, the fucking drunk idiot at home, has laid out every possible tool that he can grab. (laughs) A hammer. I think that's a (laughs) pretty large strategy misstep to to say, what what are you going to do? Kill me to the mentally unstable person who's had a track record of murdering two people? (laughs) So Jared's still treating them like (laughs) I, I can implant like an idea in their head. So... What would you say in that moment, Jared? How do you de-escalate the situation? I'll go make you some biscuits. Get up. <laughs> we have biscuits! <laughs> Jared, the homemaker, <laughs> saves his life that mm. night. I'd take a rock, like, a, just throw something at the other side of the room and distract it. What's that noise? It's only you the know? laser pointer. It's been a... <laughs> yes! yes! The mental capacity of a, of a house cat. <laughs> yes! You put the laser pointer going, you get the catnip out. There's not much you have to do. <clears throat> this isn't exactly Mission Impossible. I don't know. The guy's standing there with a, a giant blade saying, I'm going to kill you for about a good four minutes. It's still pretty badass the way Dwight Yoakam gets killed, though. That uh-huh. He just, like, scoffs at him. It's like, what are you planning to do with that? Huh, all right. Now, I I think the, the camera was, moves out. Of, like, he's moved out of the frame, though, right? 
Yeah, we don't see the the goods, the the violence. Um, <laughs> the ball. But, I uh, do admit the balls that say, hey, "If you're gonna kill me, you probably need to call nine one one, and then it hurts." <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Of all the things to say to somebody with a sharp blade in their hand. You know, now that uh, as much as I adore this character, um, Doyle's kind of, he's strange. He, he's got, because Jared, I don't know, or Hyro, I guess. You know, we're, all, we're all drunks here at uh, various points in our lives. Most people I know who get intoxicated on the regular, they have like a distinct persona. Um, and he plays high and low when he's drunk. Uh, like in that instance, it's like he just is completely stoned, and he's just like, just leave me be. Like I, just, I just want to drink alone and be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> but during band practice, he can't wait to break some shit, <laughs> scream at somebody, get you know his I guess bandmate in the wheelchair, fling them across the room, get them out of the house. Um, I'm saying there's the, there's there's many dimensions. There's a lot of layers to this Yoakum character is what I'm saying. If anybody gets uh, recognition for being a real actor, I'm saying Dwight Yoakum. (laughs) I swear to God, one big plug campaign for Dwight Yoakum for 25 years ago. Jared. (laughs) Pat Healy. There's something about Mary, and then Doyle is number two for me. Oh, my the, man, movie. the man who beats is, is this officially your number two? This is my, this is my number two. The man who beats a single, single parent. And hey, he tells her that he's hurting, you know, and he he gives the kid is his. He really victory. beating her though because he gets his ass whooped. Thank you, more on... thank you, Hiro. Yes, so yeah. I mean you're going to lose either way. So he gets his ass beat. <laughs> By a nine-year-old. Jared is stating that uh, Dwight Yoakam is pathetic here. Hyro and I are saying he shows great restraint. I'll Carl whip this whole house full of asses. <laughs> <laughs> right. so how'd the baptizing go? Went real good. Yeah? Good. I'm kind of hungry. You about time to eat? You know what I got a crave for? Some of that chicken champ. Why don't you run down there and get some? I'll buy it. Well, would y'all like that? Yeah, it sure sounds fine to me. I'm here eating me a chicken leg or two. Mm-hmm. Get some of their coleslaw, too. Okay. All right, y'all want to go with me? No, I don't need to go with you. There's a ball game coming on. We'll just sit here and do man things. All right. I'll be back in a little bit then. All right. Hey, get some extra gravy. Y'all sit your asses down here. Sit down. I just wanted to get your mom out of the house for a few minutes so we could talk. Here's the deal, Frank. If I'm going to throw my life away doing what I want to come live with y'all, we're going to get some shit straight. See, your mama and I don't have no problems except for you. Fact is, we never have a bad word between us. But since you do exist, and I'm going to be the head of the household, and you're going to learn to live by my rules. The first rule is, you don't speak unless you're spoken to. You got me? And you
and you stay the hell out of my way and do what a regular kid does. You're a weird little shit, Frank, and I don't get you. So wake up and face what they call reality. See, we're going to be a family, Frank. My family. I'll be paying all the bills. So that means you're stuck with my ass. But I ain't your daddy. You just act like I am. And the other thing I say is, your buddy Carl here is going. We can't be no normal family with him living in a garage and coming in a damn bedroom at four in the morning carrying hammers and shit. Carl can stay if he wants to. Mama said it. Well, I tell you about your mama. Mister, don't you never lay another hand on that boy. You understand me? Let go my goddamn hand, you retard. Now get out there and get your shit and get out. That's a wake-up call, Frankie. You remember what I said about reality, Frank? Get out, retard. <laughs> All right, Jared, so you like John Ritter? How about that? You know, I have fondness for John Ritter uh, simply because you hate him. So Yes. <laughs> speaking of the, the debt. No, in high school, they somehow designated, anytime I was talking movies with them, they would somehow steer the conversation to say, is John Ritter in that? And then they would... <laughs> play dumb and be like yeah no no he's in that he's in that movie and i'm like no man like john ritter you know uh he's not a subtle performer how about that if john ritter's in something you fucking know john ritter's in it and they just did it just to just to get me into that doyle territory yes we're fucking nerds as kids who the hell talks like this wait how am i the nerd like i'm, I'm doing the same thing i'm doing now they're the nerds that yeah they're all of you no 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 no, no. hold on Josh, you ran with this pack. Josh and Jared are the two culprits here. We're referencing Three's Company, which <laughs> I've never seen a fucking episode of this. This predates us by <laughs> well Nor over a I. decade. Yeah, yeah. So you you fucking love John Ritter here. You love his hair. It's mm-hmm. a questionable haircut for a a gay man, uh, even in the South. I don't know what they're going uh, for. With if this. you're wanting to blend in as a gay man in Alabama, perhaps don't do that. Is this in Arkansas? Is it in Arkansas? It is in Arkansas. My bad. Same, same. I, I, I could have sworn, like, they say that he's from Georgia, a little town in Georgia, that this was set in Georgia. But then I checked the wiki page, and he's this is set in Arkansas yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit like that. Set in Arkansas. I have been schooled. But um, what what is this haircut from? Where's, where is this? What time period? New York City. <laughs> New York City. It's, it's a bold haircut. <laughs> I mean, that's something you wear. It's a bold haircut. I mean, he's got frosted tips. Shaved high and tight. It's looking good, isn't he? I I, I tell you what, this actually kind of does look like our previous co-host Josh. He like wore this for like probably the better <laughs> part of his middle school, high school days. <laughs> this uh, co-host of oh, ours shit. strutted in with uh, the Canadian tuxedo, as you will. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> the de- and this this fucking haircut, the jeans, Von Cunningham uh, jean jacket, jeans on his pants, um, Calvin Denim. Klein shirt. And cowboy boots. We were expecting a Barbra Streisand movie. (laughs) (laughs) That is so bad. That that was unfuckable. That was ugly. (laughs) That's what Barbara should have gone for. And the mirror has two faces. If she cared about her movie, I mean, as a as a dedicated lover of her craft, it's exactly what she should have done. Should have got the bowl haircut, stick the jaw a little bit, talk about French fried taters the whole time. I can't wait till we get to Yentl. I can't wait. 
within two <laughs> years because we got 90, yeah. 1992 just laid out mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know you will. That's the sad part about this. <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt, blend livid, blend fitting, perhaps, maybe a blend gown, any blend. I'm I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Anything else on Sling? Blade? I had this whole bit about Angelina Jolie. Yeah, okay, but, yeah. Um, Music's played. Let's go to the after party yeah, part of it. Yeah. That's why I like. I don't. I don't make any edits in the after party. None. Speak your mind. No, I mean, I was I, the only thing. Oh, I, I just couldn't help. <laughs> yeah, but look, freezing up. Like I look at Jared's screen, right? You see this mongoloid, and I, you know. This, okay, hold on. Let me interrupt here. This cat caught <laughs> Angelina Jolie in his in her prime. You, you know, you say mongoloid a lot. Not, <laughs> But at the beginning of this, I think you said, yeah, in 2021, the R word. But Mongoloid. Nobody's canceled Mongoloid. It's like I can sneak it it by. I think we frown on those. I think you don't need to be saying those things anymore. (laughs) It was a... You you ought not say that now. (laughs) (laughs) You just a boy. It's it's interesting that Hyrule promises Angelina Jolie talk, and I immediately interrupt him to chide him for for saying something. uh, I know. uh, Did... Either one of you catch the uh, the funny haha uh, and funny Not queer? Funny queer. Yeah. Yeah. And Ritter, of Great course. Joke. At the well, at the time, that was like, ah, you don't you don't say that, people. You can't. In the nineties, and if you called someone queer in the nineties, you were directly challenging them. That was that was seen as derogatory. But it's it is funny to me. I mean, you know, as a straight white guy, I guess, as Jared has attested, I think even on the show, nothing can hurt us. But uh, that, you know, you would say the queer community now. But yeah, I, I just think remember as a kid, like, no, 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 don't use the word queer. So it used to be derogatory. Yes. Now it's all yes. good. But now. That's what you're saying. It's in yeah, reverse. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Mongoloid, I don't think has ever come back around, sir. I don't I'm going to see if the Washington Post used Mongoloid in their takedown of Sling Blade. <laughs> damn, damn sure that uh, Rita Kimpley probably did not. Uh, Go ahead, talk oh, Angelina Jolie. It's fine. I forgot what I was going to say. Because <laughs> you talked about how he, he was like so poor and struggling and Billy Bob was his that. God damn. Tweet. Just Google Mongoloid. Just the word. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes. In, in bold. Angelina Jolie from search. Google Dictionary here. It just says offensive Offensive. <laughs> Also, uh, to the side, an obsolete racial grouping of various people indigenous to large parts of Asia, Polynesia, and the Americas. Huh. But See, you use this it... is how perfect it is, is, because I had no idea what this actually meant. Yeah, you use it as a synonym for dumb. For Yes, that's it. Yes, for a goof, a good shit. Yeah, I had no idea. But now you made it racist to me. Like, in my body, you made it racist. Thank you, Michael. You just ruined it for me. I win. It's not like well, you want to stop for- using it. I mean. No, <laughs> no, no. This is not, not a, a teaching moment at all. It's just a, a mere this bump a in the road. Moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a shaming moment. I like that. It's just a shaming moment. Good episode. <laughs> I thought. I, think- I thought it could have been. I, I was expecting it to be much better. It was to the point where 
I was watching this movie and I was like, and I hate, I, 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 I will. The movie or the episode? No, I was watching the movie and I was thinking in my head, I was like, I really want to edit this. Uh, the sure, episode? Sure the movie. Michael. This episode. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm I sure just, you do I now. Would just, yeah. I would, <laughs> it with, I would just lather it with clips of Yoakum, just constant barrages of, of Dwight Yoakum's mm-hmm, bullshit. Mm-hmm. I can't eat next to no midget. I can't even drink around them. <laughs> I'm leaving all of this in.